This is the Social Mediators on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM, where we examine the truth disparity between what's on social media and what's actually true. I'm Jillian Parks. And I'm Garrett Goolsby. And today we're talking about Bud Light. Which every week before we start, Jillian sighs really loud, and sometimes the beginning (laughs) of the recording picks it up. Sometimes. And sometimes I'm really tempted to leave it in for all of you to hear. No, that's I don't sigh because I'm sighing because it's a tired season. No, I'm tired. It's final season. That's true. But I think this will be a good reprieve because this is a controversial one. I feel like we tend to we tend to stray away from controversial topics usually. Do we? Is that true? Do we? I don't think we well, I guess we kind of do I because feel like we don't really there's things in... we can't say on the radio. Well, also just like we don't want to just generate conflict to generate conflict. That's true. We're also not paid, so we can't take sides. True. Well, not, we could. Well, we can take sides, but... And sometimes we do. Yeah. But oftentimes we're just kind of like, It doesn't oh, really matter nebulous. if we do. And still, this will be what I do today, too, yeah. because boy, oh boy, has social media made this the I grossest. I have a hard stance. No, I'm kidding. I have social no Social media has made this the grossest, worst possible thing to talk about. Have we even said what we're nasty. talking about yet? I said the Bud Light campaign. Oh, okay. campaign. Um, <laughs> we're talking about that new campaign where um, Dylan Mulvaney, a transgender woman, was made the spokesperson. Anyway, we'll talk about this more when I get into my uh, analysis, but that's what we're talking about today. Are we ready, Garrett? I to think hear what so. I know? Okay. So first, I just, um, I know that this was an act of, it was meant to be different. It was meant to be new. They knew it was going to be alienating, but they didn't really care because they were looking to draw in a new customer base. Um, the VP of marketing, Alyssa Heinerschneid, yep. I don't know how I, to say it. I think it. that's how you say it. Um, basically, she there's this video of her on Twitter talking about the fact that like only old people drink Bud Light. And so... That's if interesting. So they want to make sure to like said other things that were less nice about the people that drink Bud Light. Oh, uh, well, what I what I saw was her saying that old people drink Bud Light. And then if she doesn't capture young people and the young customer basis that um, Bud Light, this iconic brand, she says, is going to die out. Um, and so her way of dealing with this was making Dylan Mulvaney, a transgender woman, the face of their brand, at least for a little bit. Um, They put Dylan's face on these cans that say celebrating 365 days of something. I couldn't see the other side. And I truly, as a social media scroller and in the most authentic way, um, I didn't care enough to look it up and be like, what does the rest of it say? Oh, so you don't even know what the cans were for? Well, I know it's to celebrate 365 days of Dylan being a woman. Okay. That's what I know it's for. And then it has Dylan's face on the can. Yes, that's what Um, the can said. Okay. Great. That's... Um, 365 days of womanhood. I wom- does it say the, womanhood or girlhood? Uh, I heard both. There was no actual... Okay. Yeah. I don't know which one's on the can. Maybe it would be look- worth looking up. Um, that in itself, a controversy that I don't think we need to like really flesh out because... But I think what is important is bringing up the sides on all the on everything that people are saying. The first thing that I find the most insane, and mm-hmm. I think you're going to find this crazy, is that the top tweets right now about this are from people on the left showing stats that they look real to me of Bud Light's stock going up and Bud Light performing really well and saying that... Um, the conservative narrative was that the stock in business was falling because of this boycott when in reality um, their main customer base has always been LGBTQ friendly 
men. Uh, the the claim is that there's this one tweet that has gotten some traction. Um, not a ton of traction, but it just caught me off guard. Was this idea that they've never seen a straight person drink Bud Light. And then it's always like conservative presenting men who are excited about experimenting. Mm. Which I just found like a really strange way to try and... I don't know. They were like heterosexuals don't drink Bud Light and the research shows that apparently which I think is absurd but luckily in the comments of tweets like these because there's always discourse there's a lot of people being like no um, Coors Light and other competitors have been significantly doing better um, than these other companies there's this one video I saw on TikTok of this guy um, going into this rural uh, grocery store and all the other beer is literally wiped out it's totally empty and there's just Ouch. an excess of Bud Light. Um, so, and and also like there's that middle ground that a lot of people are ending up on, which is saying that like maybe that is true. Maybe the boycott isn't doing anything, which again, I don't know. Nobody's presenting stats. I saw a screenshot of the stock market, but it doesn't mean anything to me. Um, I don't know what's, sc- I, I looked it up just to, so I could look at it over the past, uh, like since this has happened. I'm not sure what they're looking at because it, it dropped? dropped pretty okay. hard. I mean, it, it's it's recovering because it's not that big a deal. So they might have just <laughs> zoomed in on the recovery and been like, boom, look, Maybe. it's going up. Uh, because there, But like right after, I mean, here you can, I'm showing it to you now. There's a really sharp V down right when yeah. this happened. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty, it drops like. But I think they're, they are looking at the recovery and saying. 30 something percent they're either saying the narrative is not though that it's not a big deal and people are going back to buying it because people believe the boycott is still going on they're saying people on the left have picked up the slack and are now buying it could be to like i don't know make a statement i don't know i don't know that'd them. be hard to figure out but yeah, how would you even prove that um another thing you can tell me if this is true maybe you don't know um is just the insistence that bud light has always been a queer brand and that they have a very strong queer history um, uh, I have a pretty good, I'll, I'll talk about something that is a pretty good indication that that is not true. Okay, great. Um, I know Ron DeSantis came out and said that he was super anti, even though he never really drank Bud Light in the first place. Yeah. Um, I, I know that the executive who came up with the idea is now on a leave of absence. Uh-huh. Um, I think she's been replaced. She has been. Um, I know... Dylan's been receiving a lot of backlash and hasn't posted since the first week of oh, April. Interesting. So the social media has been pretty quiet. I think Dylan was probably just told to lay low. I don't really know. I don't know. I haven't. There's a lot of speculation, but not a lot of concrete. This is true and this is not. Um, but yeah, here's a picture of, of yeah. the can. It's um, just a big, she's like smiling, you know, all all the joy in the world. Yeah, I just just her face on the can. I, it, being a girl or being a woman, I can't tell what the can says. It doesn't say. Um, a lot of people are mad because... The, did you actually watch the camp the campaign? No. It's a video of Dylan saying that, like, she doesn't know anything about March Madness. And that, like... What? I don't know what sports is, but you can always drink beer. And uh, there are comments from a lot of women being like, women know what March Madness is. Why are you depreciate? Like, why are you... Like, what is devaluing womanhood to the extent of, like, we don't know anything about sports, yeah. but we can still drink beer. Like, that's not the angle that you should be taking um, if you're trying to introduce that's not a new customer. Know? Exactly, is not, like, not knowing sports. It's just such a, like, superficial base level way of trying to incorporate people that a good amount of people are mad about that. But there is just a lot of really 
sad bullying happening online right oh now my. on all sides. Everybody's just being mean um, and yelling at each other. I think the most egregious example, though, is there was this man with a microphone from an outlet called OMG News, which you already know sounds yeah. sus. <laughs> um, and he's just following Dylan around a hotel, like yelling. Oh, and Dylan just says, please don't get in the elevator with me. Like, please leave me alone. And all the comments are like, she doesn't want to talk about it. Like, it. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> it's just like a really. People take things like this way too seriously. It was just like really s- gross, in my opinion, to just, if you don't like it, don't buy the beer and move on, you know? Yeah, you don't need to. Nobody needs to get hurt. Nobody needs to riot. You know, why are we harassing to, people? You just need to not buy their beer. Right. And. If you don't like it. Exactly. And, and people, I don't know. I don't know if people are withstanding the boycott you can tell me if that's an actual thing that's happening but generally that's what i know about this statement i also know the ceo came out and was like we had no idea this was happening like he issued a statement that was like we were completely unaware that, that is this probably was, true that this was I'll occurring talk about that. um and then shortly after that vp was replaced because it was such a such a bust so that's what i know if, for those of you who are just tuning in this is the social mediators on radio free hillsdale 101.7 fm i'm julian parks and i'm garrett goolsby we're talking about the recent bud light campaign yeah. Okay. So I'm going to talk about kind of what I know and what uh, maybe some some interesting things to address. So it's really important to understand the business structure at play here. So Bud Light is part of a larger parent company called Anheuser Busch. Uh, it's a huge, huge beer company. Bud Light is just one of their one of their brands. So when the CEO says, "I didn't know this was happening," that's the Anheuser Busch CEO. He's mm. in charge of a lot more than just Bud Light. So the people that handle the influencers that are uh, that Bud Light works with are pretty low-level marketing people within the Bud Light sector of the business. So he, there's a pretty good shot he didn't know that they were going to send these cans to this random influencer that mm-hmm. he probably didn't even know who she was. Like mm-hmm. that's my guess. Yeah. Um, so when he says that, like that's not a lie. He there's no reason for him to have been involved until all of this happened. So. Uh, we'll back up a little bit. Like you said, this was to celebrate Dylan Mulvaney's 365th day of being a woman, pretending to be a woman or something. Um, <laughs> and then uh, Alyssa Hernishid, I don't, I don't know how to say I'll just call her Alyssa. Anyways, uh, she was hired about a year ago. And the point of her being hired was to make, uh, to sort of resurrect the image of Bud Light because it's been associated with like fraternity parties and just sort of country bubba's drinking beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's in a lot of country songs, you know? So she was supposed to sort of come in and help bring Bud Light to a wider audience. And this was part of that, uh, that scheme. She, one of the terms she uses, like it's just really fratty, like it's associated mm-hmm. with um, just fraternity parties and stuff. And she wanted to change that um, because the advertising has been pretty male oriented and, so after all of this happened, when the ad campaign went out, Anheuser Busch like took the reins and said, "All right, we're gonna we're gonna put out the ads for a little bit mm-hmm. because, you know, the child is in timeout, and Bud Light is in timeout. Um, so their marketing people get pushed to the side, and the commercial, the first commercial that they run in replacement of this is just the classic like the Clydesdales and a yeah. bunch of men getting beer together. Americana. It's like okay. I think that tells you who they're trying to, you know, they know their people, they're business people, they're capitalists, mm-hmm. right? They're trying to make their money where their money is to be made mm-hmm. and they know where it's going to be made. That kind of tells you what kind of beer Bud Light is and has been for a long time. You right. Know? Um, so well, that's the, not a shock. Nobody's yeah, shocked by this. The comments about it being like a queer beer and it always has been very inclusive. And, uh, I think you're kidding yourself there one way or another. I think I'm going to agree with you on that one. But the... the tweets they're there and there's a there's a section of people that really do believe that that's 
That's kind of crazy. I, I don't know. Um, so Alyssa has been replaced by Todd Allen, who oh. most recently reser- uh, served as Budweiser's vice president for global marketing. Um, and this is all like the, the parent company is basically just coming in and, and reorganizing everything and saying we don't we didn't like how this was done mm-hmm. um, because it's been kind of a mess in terms of whether they're recovering or not. That's pretty hard to tell. I mean, you can look at the stock and see the stock has jumped back up. Uh, since this incident, not quite as high as it was before. So maybe, you know, I, I don't know how much there is to that. Stocks go up and down uh, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's definitely, as far as whether the boycott is still going on or not, that's really hard to say. But at least from what I read, the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. Because there are still a bunch of, especially country stars, a lot of country singers got mad about this. Mm-hmm. Did um, they? Yeah. That's I only saw politicians. I didn't see country stars. Just kind of when I was reading the news, there were several people named that they were like, you know, they have songs about uh, that have Bud Light mentioned in the name. And so they, uh, you know, like released versions of their so- like really quick recordings of their song without it. And, like, Did they really? Yeah. All these there's um, there was all these videos of like country singers having Bud Light like lined up on a fence and just shooting the cans oh, wow. and just swearing like while, you know, just mm. violently. Mm. It was a really interesting time. I don't really know what to make of that. I kind of feel like because of the excess of consumer choice, there's no reason the stock should be going back up. And I feel like the boycott, I'm compelled to believe that the boycott might actually still be going on and that they might have actually introduced, I don't know how long this is, how long lasting the effects of this are, but it feels like maybe people on the other side in retaliation to the backlash are starting to maybe purchase Bud Light because from what I've seen, I saw a bunch of like on TikTok, man on the street type interviews where these people were just going around asking people on the beach, like, it's how do you feel about Bud Light now? And they were obviously in a very crass way responding and being like, we don't drink that. Like we, I'm going to drink Coors. I'm going to drink Bush. I'm going to drink whatever it is, like something that's not Bud Light. Yeah. Um, and it seems like, that wouldn't be too difficult to adhere to, especially because it's, uh, from what I can tell on the internet, gross. Like, it's the cheapest, grossest beer. Yeah. Um, and so why wouldn't they just go for a different option, you know? Yeah, it doesn't, uh, I don't know. It. It's one of those things that it's interesting that it's people are making such a big deal out of it, especially since this is actually not the first time that Bud Light has done something kind of LGBTQ related. Really? Uh, yeah, they do pride cans like during Pride Month for the past, I guess for the past couple of years they have. So it's just a rainbow Bud Light can. Were people mad about that? Um, From what I could tell, not really. I mean, you can buy the regular cans during Pride Month too. It's not like all of <laughs> your beer cans are rainbow okay. all of a sudden. So, you know, it seems like, like, why is this the thing that's making them mad? Is it because it's one person you know, and I, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I think I kind of think it's because there is ideologically a separation in people's mind between like um like transgenderism and then like gay couples. Like I feel okay. like people generally on the more libertarian side or even the more like right leaning side are like, well, people can do whatever they want, whatever. But then when it comes to like an issue of transgenderism, I think there's a little bit more of a staunch pushback on it's that. more of a line to cross. Right. I don't know if that's true, though. I'm I just... have a, a question for you yeah. as a social media scroller. Mm-hmm. Uh, how much did you know about Dylan Mulvaney before this? A lot. Oh, a lot? A lot. Who uh, is she? Like, I mean, I know over... she's a Broadway, a former Broadway actress. Yeah, uh, she was in Book of Mormon. Um, 
before she transitioned. Okay, I, so she was in a big show. She's okay. huge on social media. Like, she's all over my For You page. I don't really engage with um, a lot of her stuff. I don't follow her. But um, since the year it started, like, day one, day two, day five, day 60 of whatever being a girl. It's always yeah. a girl. The language is girl. That's which weird. is interesting because um, she's, like, 40, 30. Yeah. About. Um, and the, the lingo is very much young, which I understand. I really do not think... She's meaning to be predatorial about it. You can disagree with me. Um, I have no basis off which to, you know, I don't scroll on social media. Right. It, 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 I don't She's think, 26, by the way. 26. I don't think it's a predatorial thing. I think it is like a a childlike wonder kind of thing. Um, but there is something to be said about the difference between the way a 28-year-old's brain works and like a 13-year-old's brain works. Um, but I've seen, like, she's been on social media for uh, a good amount of time. And it's not, this was not, what I had associated with her with. I just knew about her from TikTok. She's got a really big TikTok following. Um, she did a big concert for when the year came around. And then this was kind of like an additional, oh, and look at this nice thing that Bud Light is doing for me to celebrate with me. Yes. Um, it wasn't necessarily like, we're partnering up and doing this cool thing. I mean, she also had a partnership with some workout brand. I can't remember what it was. And people were mad about that too. Um, but yeah, there's overall a lot of brand deals that are coming up. I know that, some tweet somewhere, I don't know if this is truthful, um, said that she makes about $100,000 in brand deals oh, probably. a month. <laughs> so what I'm looking, I actually looked that up. Uh, it probably is a lot more than that. Yeah. Well, so the brand deals is one thing. It's it's hard to separate what she makes from brand deals from what she's getting paid uh, by the platforms and by other sponsorship, mm -hmm. you know, people that are at it, you know, ad advertising on these, on these platforms. But, um, you know, what I'm looking at now says she makes roughly fifty to $80,000 per sponsored post. All right. Well. So think about however many sponsored posts she could put out in a month. You know, I don't, I don't know. I how often quite do a you few. See you think it's probably more than once a week? Well, she hasn't posted since the beginning of Okay, April. so it's, it's been, been a while. It's been quite a few weeks. It's been almost two weeks. Okay, but would you say that you'd see something like that, like... I mean, pretty is consistently, it, yeah, pretty yeah. consistently. So yeah, I mean, you can, you know, do the math. She's making hundreds of thousands of dollars a and month. And she's in her bag, so good for her. Um, but it is something to consider that like this one is the one to. I don't know. I, I'm wondering if she was told to lay low and just be like, just wait till it blows over. Yeah. But she's always been the subject of controversy, just by nature of like yeah. being so um, popular on social media. So I'm I'm wondering why this is so big. Is it because of like the iconicness of the name. I, I don't I don't know. We will have to see. I don't think we'll ever find out, and I don't think it actually matters all that much, truthfully. Um, it is interesting that this created such a stir, though. It is. But it is interesting also that Bud Light and the larger corporation has reverted back to its typical customer base um, rather than buckling down like you would typically see, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, it is interesting, and it shows you, I, I guess, that ultimately capitalism is going gonna, is gonna to win out in a lot of circumstances. Right, it's about making money, and that's yeah. and that's very clear. So That's what these people are about. And honestly, it, it is an ideological ba battle in that culture has a major effect on politics, but it is a money thing, first and foremost. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important to remember that. Um, but you do, you speak with your dollars, and um, money does have a, a major pull on, on the culture, I think. At yeah. Times, well, so. there have been similar controversies to this with other companies like Nike and Pepsi. You know, Nike supported Colin Kaepernick and people got really upset about that. I think it was Nike that she just did a brand deal with. Yeah. Okay. I think that's the workout brand that I was talking about. You know what? I think I read something. I, th I can't remember if it was Nike or Adidas. I think it was Nike, though, that she had, you know, she had done a deal with and people same kind of same deal. But I guess it was maybe you. I mean, you didn't hear as much about it on social media. 
Uh, no, the, the big one was Bud Light because it has a very strong anti-customer yeah. base. Okay. Nike's a little bit more widespread. Yeah, it's, it, Nike's everybody. Yeah. But I think just the fact that there was such a violent reaction to this shows you who the customer base is for Bud Light. Totally. Are we ready to give social media a grade? I think we are. All right. Um, hold on, oh, let me think about it. Yeah. Yeah, I got it. You got it? I think so. Three, two, one, C. B minus. Plus. B minus C plus. I always go higher than you. Why is that? Well, you're trying I'm to be generous. I'm just so nice. I just don't. I, I think I will say that I think probably the information is out there on this campaign. Um, but it's, I mean, maybe it's a case of just the nature of what it is. But there doesn't seem to be a lot of definitive, like, this is this and this is not. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. I think there's just a lot of conflicting information, especially on Twitter and TikTok right now, where it's like, no, the, the stocks are doing, too, are yeah. killing it. And Bud Light's actually always been a queer brand. And I'm like, I don't, Has it? I have I no reason that. to believe that you're telling the truth. <laughs> yeah. But I also, like, I don't know the history of everything. Yeah. Well, and the, the other kind of thing that is important to, it, it sounds very accusatory to say, the CEO didn't even know about this. I can make a big deal out of that. Mm -hmm. But it leaves out the very important detail of he's the CEO of a much larger company. Right, there's a lot more here than just Bud Light yeah, being by itself. It wasn't his business to know about it right. until it got to be a problem. Weird, nebulous conflict as always. Yay. But I hope Well, that's our favorite here yeah. on the social media. And we were able to illuminate some things, I feel like, or at least make it clear that there were a lot of different sides going on here. Um, thank you so much for tuning in to The Social Mediators on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Julian Parks. And I'm Gary Woolsey. Talk to you next week.